Welcome, welcome. Yeah, welcome to another episode of ICBTB Podcast. Also known as what? It can't be that bad. That's right. Um, <laughs> we're here with Juliet Perry. Woo! Alejandro. Alejandro does has been written. He does not have COVID. He does not have COVID. He has he has a, a horrible cold. Um, and he should be He's better sick. in a few days. But uh we, we miss you, buddy, and I I love I love you and happy new year. But Welcome to yeah. 2022. I don't know what better way to start off the year than with Woo! this kind of movie. Hey, yo. Because this movie is just one big party. One big party. And you really Tra- like this movie. It's also a tragedy. Yeah. It's a tragedy. First hour is just a huge, a huge thrasher. Yeah. And then the second hour is just a tragedy. It gets pretty deep. It's dark. It's sad. I feel like what I noticed about the movie is like, there's parts where I'm like, oh my god, this is so beautiful. This is big. This is extravagant. And then like the next like scene, it's like super like intimate or yeah. just like. And I'm like, I love it. I, uh, Baz Luhrmann. And who is also the director of your favorite movie of all He's time? He's just my favorite director. Like, Period. I genuinely love what he does with films. And why? Because it's so different and it's so artistic. And like, I mean, yes, Moulin Rouge is my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. So obviously that plays a big part because I watched that countless number of times. Uh-huh. I have watched it. How many times do you think watch you watched it? this movie? Um, I want to say maybe 10. Okay, that's a good amount. This is probably my third or fourth time. 10, but like not paying attention to it in detail. Gotcha. Those 10 times. Yeah, well, if you know the story, if you've read the book. Um, Which I haven't. Oh, you've never read the book? No, we haven't oh. even. Have we said we haven't said it. No, I mean, but if you guys like clicked on the episode, you guys saw the title. Uh, this week we watched The, the Great, Great Gatsby. Gatsby. And not the one made in like the 50s or 60s. That's the one I watched. Uh, the one. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. I swear. I will turn everything off right now. We watched the one in 2013. The one with uh, our uh, Zaddy. Zaddy. Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, my God. Really good. Like really steals the show. Not only because of his acting, but this has to be the best he's ever ever looked he looked you know i was thinking that like because there was a scene the scene uh, where he's just smiling throwing his fucking expensive ass shirts yeah. i was like you're fucking gorgeous dude oh he's a good his looking smile guy. like oh, mm. well not even that the best scene of all time and we'll get there when we get there but i need to talk about it before we even get into the nitty-gritty it's when we first see him in the movie oh. he's like oh i apologize for being a bad host old sport and he turns around and he has a drink, and he <laughs> lifts his drink up to Toby Maguire. Fireworks in the background, looking that like was a my snack. Firework sound. That is a looking handsome like a, man. Mm, yes, just a, it's Not even iconic. A snack, like I was a, a cool t- meal, meal yeah. entree. I was dessert. telling Melissa, what mm. if he turned around, <laughs> and instead of his face looking like how it looked, he was like this. <laughs> Uh, it would have been better get on youtube and watch that (laughs) do you think people would have walked out of the theater oh i find this offensive (laughs) could you imagine oh my god um nitty-gritty let's get into it yeah before uh (laughs) before we go crazy all right we watched the great gatsby rated pg-13 with a release date specifically of i wasn't prepared may 1st 2013 as a runtime of two hours and 23 minutes. Synopsis. Coming right at you. Coming right at you. Um, Midwest native Nick Carraway arrives in 1922 New York in search of the American dream. Nick, a would-be writer, moves in next door to millionaire Jay Gatsby and across the bay from his cousin Daisy and her philandering husband Tom. Thus, Nick becomes drawn into the cat evading world of the wealthy and as he bears witness to their illusions and deceits pens a tale of impossible love dreams and tragedy 7.2 out of 10 on imdb 48 percent on rotten tomatoes and a 3.3 out of 5 on letterboxd have you seen the percentage of google users i think i have uh, is it like what 87 no am i way off you're not that far off 91 Christopher? 
93. The answer is 89% of Google users liked this movie. Wow. Okay, okay. That's higher than... <clears throat> for something that got 48% on Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes, Tomatoes, which is extremely low. That's real. That's disrespectful. Like, I understand... <laughs> it yes. is pretty disrespectful, That's I disrespectful. This is a... I mean, I'm biased, but this is a good fucking movie. It's a good movie. It's a good... Like... <sighs> It's directed by Baz Luhrmann. Yeah. Um, also, who is the... Hold on. Let me pull up IMDb because the same um, like writer who co-wrote this with him... Or not writer, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, director directs with him on like everything. Okay, and you're trying to see if that director co-directed on this as well? I'm pretty sure he did. I think... I don't know. what went, Why do you think they tore this movie apart? I think it's because of like the very unique take... I think, well, and that's what it is. I think Baz Luhrmann, it's a very specific taste. And yeah. it, I feel like you have to, I don't, I don't, you have to be a type of person to like, I feel like his work or like, not necessarily a type of person, but I feel like a lot of artistic people. It's very artistic. Like it. Because. Or they don't. Maybe they don't. There's two ways to really go about this is the way this took a very uh, modernized artistic uh, take on it, right? Yeah, Craig Pierce and then screenplay. He yeah, known for yep, Moulin Rouge, Strictly Ballroom, Romeo and Juliet, The Great Gatsby. Okay, I will say I have not seen Strictly Ballroom, and I need to watch that. Because I haven't seen either. That's one of his films that I have not seen, but I just I think like just the way the movie like opens, and that's yeah. he does the same thing in Moulin Rouge. He does the same thing. And Romeo and Juliet of like right off the bat, it's in black and white. Mm-hmm. We get the feel of it. Like it's like painting the picture right away that yeah. like, okay, this is where we are. This is what we're seeing. What do we see? We see. um No, wait, no. It starts out with the flashing green light. Yes. It yes. starts out with a flashing green light and it sweeps into him looking out the window and he's of the talking sanitarium. about it. Which, so is he there? Is he like. What do you mean? Oh, it's like, is he admitted? Yeah. Yeah, because there's paperwork. And so it says Nick Carraway. I mean, it says he like drinks excessively. Yeah. Like fits of anger and insomnia. Fits of anger, insomnia and anxiety. And yes, uh, morbid uh, alcoholism or something like that. And I don't know what the... That guy's just depressed. (laughs) It's the 1930s. So I don't know like what really is the level of mental illness mm-hmm. what they what they really define it as to be admitted into a sanitarium right but you can see toby mcguire's going through it right he's, he's like super jaded it. i feel like a lot of people didn't like toby mcguire as nick Carraway in this movie i think he did a good job i thought he was fine and well, i don't know why and i see like so since i didn't read the book i yeah. can't say you know like oh they didn't portray these characters how they were written yeah so i i can't say that argument but in the book i the only few differences i <laughs> noticed was that uh jordan baker right uh the golf the golf uh celebrity oh yes tall ass actress she's six three in real life yeah she is tall in uh, in the book they describe her as like burly and like almost masculine well and that's why like the line where he says uh like she was the most like he says like horrific thing or like something like that i've seen but I like couldn't stop staring at her. Probably like I think intimidating, not horrific. I don't. Think... I don't know. It, I mean, it was a pretty like kind of big word that I was like, oh, but like, and I could tell like obviously. So I was like, it worked if he's talking about like her stature. Like she's tall and she does have a very intense look to her. Mm-hmm. So maybe, but I was like, that line in itself is like, I was like, mm. you know. But it's also the times too. One of the theories of uh, of the Great Gatsby, like uh-huh. of the book, was that uh, Nick Carraway is gay. Which is like a hot take, right? Okay. Like I said, Jordan Baker is described as uh, masculine and burly uh-huh. and athletic, yeah. right? And he he's attracted to her, which yeah. we kind of see in the movie, right? Yeah. And they say, another theory is that he uh, loves Gatsby. And you see there's like little hints, right? Right. Of him saying... I'm disgusted by all of mankind except for one man. Except for Jay Gatsby. Gatsby. Yep. Well, and... Uh, the line, uh, I don't know if this is in the book or if they just threw it in there in the screenplay, but when uh, Tom Buchanan, when he's in the apartment with yeah. um, Myrtle and Toby McGuire's there and like he's like, oh, no, I was just on my way out. And he's like, oh, no, I know you're shy. He's like, but I remember how you used to like to watch. What does that mean? 
I think he's talking about who, like, he clearly used to. I don't know. Watch. He was just people. Like, watch people fuck. Yeah, because they went. They went to school together. Yeah, that's how they know each other. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. There's like small little things, and like, what's up with the slight romanticism and flirtatiousness be- between uh, Nick Carraway and, and Daisy? Daisy right? I think I feel like that's just who she is. She's just like this. Paint, like that's just who she is as a character she, yeah. I mean that's what he says like she makes like anyone her smile like he's only seen like five people with that smile right so uh-huh. she's just that type of person that like light that like it's still a little weird but like yeah right when he walks in so it's crazy when uh, Toby Maguire walks into Tom Buchanan's house and we first meet Daisy because it's this room and you just see a bunch of white cloths everywhere I mean I get it was it was picturesque like what he was trying to do like the, all the doors were open and it was yeah. like but i'm just thinking if you were to see that in uh real time yeah i'd be like whoa whoa, whoa, whoa close all the doors close because all the, doors. the curtains are flying everywhere and yeah. it must be really windy outside yeah and uh but then we see daisy and daisy pops up in slow motion and like the ring yes the first thing we see is her freaking fat ass square i have big questions what are they daisy did daisy ever love Gatsby. Okay. I think there is a lot of issues with a lot of these characters. Yeah. Gatsby in its himself, he has a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, because his whole thing is he literally came from nothing, but he obviously had this ideal of being the, like almost like the best. Yeah. And I mean, he got lucky. Like, we figure out who, like, you know, the guy, the sailor found him, taught him everything. I do have questions, though. What's up? Because I feel like, so, he saves the guy who teaches him his ways, and then he dies, right? And then his family said, oh, no, Gatsby. Like, Gatsby didn't get any of the money. Yeah, Gatsby said he was uh, tricked out of the inheritance or something like that. So, from from when that happened to before he goes to the war... I'm like, okay, that's when he met Daisy, mm-hmm. and then he goes off to war. What was in that letter? Do we ever find out what was in that letter? Yeah, we find out. Okay, so because at the end of the movie. Okay, yeah, I yeah refresh my brain. So I'll refresh your brain. It's okay. I, it's not a secret. It's don't be ashamed. You didn't get to finish the movie prior to getting here. You had a busy day. I had a busy day. So I'll be filling you in because Melissa you. and I, those there's some crucial moments at the end that wrap this up, which is why it's a. Um, oh, it's great writing. Well, it's a great piece of okay, literature. Okay, before, before we jump to that. Sure. The biggest thing is he, Gatsby and in it's himself, like, and it's the whole thing, is were they really in love? We don't know because we didn't really see that. But mm-hmm. it seems like they didn't spend that much time together. Yeah. And then he has, he created all of that in his head of what he thought she would imagine. And then, like, it's that whole thing of the concept of the green light, that the green light represented Daisy but mm-hmm. then once he actually had her, the green light was still there. So mm. was everything that like he imagined her to be? This was is... it? And it's not because she says, let's run away. And that's his whole thing. No, why would we run away when all this, this is here. I, I did this, this for, for you. you. Like yeah. it's very, and in, in like the plaza scene when he, uh, Tom, when Tom is like grilling him, like you're, you're pretty much nothing. Like you work for mm-hmm. a gangster and yeah. he like pretty much says like you're nothing and like, i know what you and do that's when he pops off yeah. because he was told and i'm like by the way really good acting like that is an 11 page scene mm-hmm. that the way they filmed it there was baz set up cameras in like every corner of the room and outside the windows but there was nobody on set except for the actors Whoa. So they, they couldn't see any of the lighting setup. They couldn't see anything. So like it genuinely felt like they were in that moment. Like it didn't feel like a set. Like beautiful, and, beautiful. That's why it's so intimate. You see everyone. Yeah. Even uh, Toby Maguire and uh, Jordan Baker, the golfer. Mm-hmm. You see them without saying a word. The tension in that room because it was so good. Yes. Joel Egerton as Tom Buchanan. He did so good. Fantastic antagonist. The way that writing is of like how they slowly built up the tension in that room. And eventually I love it because when, when Leonardo DiCaprio is yelling, shut up, shut Mm -hmm. up, shut up. That is. And Nick Carraway is like narrating saying like, 
uh, Gatsby looked as if he had just killed a man, which is because Gatsby takes so much pride on being this mysterious uh, gentleman, right? Yep. Yep. By saying like old sport and being like a man, an Oxford man. Mm-hmm. And for the for, for him to lose his temper was the almost the first climax yep. of the movie before like later on, right? Right. And it's just so incredible. I, I, such a, like, and the way Baz Luhrmann directs things and just like the cinematography of it all and even like i was because i watched a couple behind the scenes like there's a lot of cgi and a lot of editing which i think they did a really good job of yeah but a lot of the stuff was also like practical like oh nice not i mean obviously his house that was not a real house Mm -hmm. but like the inside of it like a lot of the stuff like they really built up and the car scene when they're first driving into the city that was all actually like they drove it and it was just like green screens around them. I mean, there was some obviously like they filmed it in place. Of course. But I was like, that was cool to see. Like really they actually cool. like and I feel like there's just always a lot of attention to detail, like the costumes mm. and like the, like oh I mean, because like gosh. this is prohibition, right? Like yeah. in an interview, it's or yeah, one of the behind the scenes. Like, this is the end of the war, and it's like, you know, everyone was breaking out of the Victorian clothes. Like, the skirts mm-hmm. were getting shorter. Girls, it was like a sexual awakening for a lot of people. Yeah. It was just like this big party. Which right? is what we were seeing. Which yeah. with, what is depicted in this film pretty well. Yeah. When we see Tobey Maguire have this little soiree with the with the girls and, like, the, force him to drink and force yeah. him to take a, uh, what is it? A, ner- a pill for her nerves. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's like anxiety. Yeah. yeah that's, that's like what, what it was. It <laughs> and it's like this... So I think a lot of people, I think critics probably preferred for this classic piece of literature to be gr- more grounded than what this is, right? I think. And I think that's why it's getting a lot of flack. Probably yes, because it is such like a, a it's a everyone knows it, right? Yeah. As like this, you know, this, like you said, a great piece of literature, mm-hmm. and then you take this movie that it almost seems like it's like oh, it's like very glamorous, and mm-hmm. you know, and then there's the music playing, which are you kidding me? Like, that's so good. And I feel like that's what he does in a lot of his movies is incorporates music, like obviously Milan Rouge. And then, but I mean, Romeo and Juliet, like the way he used music in that when they first see each other Mm -hmm. through the fishbowl. Oh Mm -hmm. my freaking God. Stuff like that. Moments. Yeah. What did you think? Like, did you like the way, would you have rather have seen this like as a grounded film where it seemed more realistic or like, did you like this artsy? I like the artsy approach to it. I I think it needs it. it. Yeah, it brought life into you know yeah the literature like you were saying too i don't know i think directors haters can uh, hate haters can hate for sure um i think uh baz lerman did a great job of taking risk which is something that yeah as a director you should definitely do or else how else is it going to stand out i mean and he is clearly i mean he gets great actors but then he uses them again i mean Leo, Romeo and Juliet, Mm -hmm. this, Nicole Kidman was Moulin Rouge, and then she did Australia. Mm -hmm. I mean, so he's loyal to the soil. Also, his wife is like producer, costume designer, set designer for almost all his films. Well, I mean, look. And like they're like a partnership. Look at how this movie just looked. The costumes alone, I make this movie so memorable. Mm. Uh, just all of the in a, on a hot ass day, like in that plaza scene on a hot ass day, they're all still wearing their three piece suits. Yeah, they're all still wearing their accessories and still looking good while sweating, right? Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio still looking great after standing outside in the rain, and then his hair just magically fixes itself. Oh, that's such a moment. Oh, There's so like, and it's weird because tragedy when you when i think about it i'm like this is a tragedy romeo and juliet's a tragedy milan rouge is a tragedy like okay baz lerman you and your tragedies but like and it's it's such a love story but it's also it isn't it isn't because of like when you think about like just how messed up it is oh absolutely well let's let's talk about a little bit that's that's why i asked like did daisy ever really love gatsby and like I think she, it was a brief stint. I think she was maybe infatuated. I think it but was, was it like real love? a first. I mean, and it could be. I mean, because what's to you know distinguish and say what what love is and mm-hmm. what? But I, 
that's what I mean. Like it was, I think it was a moment in time that they both, if he wouldn't have gone to the war, maybe they would have lived happily ever after, but probably not happily. And that's the whole thing. Like he created this life off of a memory of her and like the line, you can't live in the past. Oh yeah. And he he says says, like, he literally says like, yes, you can't. You can't repeat the past. Yeah. You can't repeat the past. You're wrong. He said you're You're wrong. wrong. old sport. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like that right there. I don't know. And then. I mean, she, her husband, Tom Buchanan, is a big cheat. I mean, I hate that man with the passion, it's which all, makes him such a good actor. And it's just like, I mean, he's such like, it's like everything he does, like in that whole plaza scene, like saying like, oh, you know, you love me or can you really say you can't, mm-hmm. you don't love me. And, you know, and her saying like all your, the things I've been through with you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and he's a cheater. But then, like, he's getting mad at her because oh, there's he a sh- was, I'm just like, and then, like, poor, like, you know, Nick Carraway's character is just like, I'm guarding other people's secrets. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I'm like, the whole thing, the whole storyline, freaking F. Scott Fitzgerald, what the fuck? Yeah. What there's the a fuck? lot of hypocrisy. So much hypocrisy. And then it all just, um, they all get what, not, they don't get what they deserve because Tom Buchanan and Daisy are still able to, like, get away from this fucking mess right well and it and like you saying did she really love gatsby because it's like how could she do that and and i think for her yeah she she did love him but like i think she realized that was a very brief stint moment and what she had was easier and she probably saw some crazy in him i mean honestly because when you actually think about that's that's stalker that's that's weird i mean now sometimes love sometimes love can like be perceived some people would be like oh my god that's the most romantic thing ever and it's like no that's kind of fucking creepy that's us thinking now with like with our modern thinking right that's like obviously that's fucking creepy now right and i'm not defending uh i'm not advocating that you should move next to the love of your life i just i think she like the character realizes like Okay, yeah, this this is kind of it's it's great here he's here, but she has a life. Yeah. I mean, it, it life moved on after him. But she wasn't great. I she was definitely not great either. She was the one saying, "Let's oh, just let's run away. I um, love you." Right, but then when it came down to actually the choice. No, I mean, I think it was the idea of that. But also, he was asking too much. He was asking too much. Like she was ready to just be like, "Okay, I hey, I love him. I don't want to be with you anymore, Tom, but I'm going to be with Gatsby. Yeah. And Gatsby could have just been like, dope. Right. right. But the fact that Gatsby was asking, hey, tell him that you've never loved him. Well, and, and I think that's just that's his insecurities. That's what he came from nothing mm-hmm. and then was pretty much treated like nothing. Yep. Right. And then he just, yeah, he has issues. And then at the end dies and who's there at his house when there's nobody a house that's it's so filled with people tragically poetic mm-hmm. right he said not one soul that attended his uh parties and his hospitality mm-hmm. showed up to his funeral yeah and that is so sad right it's i mean but it's like like you said it's the beautiful irony of it or yeah. like it's the right i mean the story is it's such a good story mm-hmm. and i think it, this film adaptation of it is it's so good it's like um uh, I think a lot of people don't like the fact that we're hearing Jay Z and hip hop. But and I Lana love Del it Rey. though. But because I'm like that era, like that's like the jazz age. That's what F. Scott Fitzgerald called that age. Is like the jazz era. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so like I mean, and it was, and like the music and everything that was coming out of it, and I think it works so well too, especially when it's like. It was so, I mean, it's so fucking racist. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I mean, America. Well, like Tom Buchanan already. Oh, yeah. Like, he's a fucking lying, racist, cheating piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Horrible. (laughs) So are a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. but I I also think, like, to have those modernized songs, Mm -hmm. also, it's like, I don't know. It's It's very poetic. I think it was, I think it was great. I think it was... I think a big part of this movie is to display how much of a good time that that era was. How much right? of a good time, but also fucked up. Fucked up, of course. Well, which is why we see Tom Buchanan is like such an important character because he's all those bad things put into one. He And he plays it all so well. And he straight up... Do you remember... 
he hit Myrtle? Yeah. Oh my god. And they like leave that in slow motion. Like yes. it was a Marvel movie. Yeah. Like like that was like an action slap. Yes. That was crazy. Well, and that's and even that's what I mean. And I was some I did have this thought when I was watching it that I was like, is there too too much dynamics? Yeah. Like and I think it was very in the beginning in that apartment scene where you have like that moment where we see the guy um playing the sax yeah it's a trumpet 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 yeah and that's such like that's such a moment and then then you go into a scene and then you go into music and it's like a party and i was like i'm over i'm a little too overwhelmed right now yeah that was like i there, there was a point where i was like okay baz lerman sometimes it's a lot but do you think he was it was meaning his uh intention was for us to be overstimulated maybe I think so. Because that's that's prohibition. They're drinking alcohol. Yeah. So like, you know, I think it was cool to make it a point of how big of partiers they were because Nick Carraway says prohibition backfired because it made alcohol cheaper. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And like Gatsby's whole deal, he's a gangster because he's working for this guy. He bought all the drugstores so that he could sell all of his bootlegged alcohol there. How does he... Is he really that well off though? I mean, I'm just trying to think. So he's this... The big guy's right hand man. Yeah, like he really has that much money. I could imagine. Well, think about it. He's he's by himself. Yeah, he doesn't have a family to have to spend it on, and he bought all of the drugstores in New York. Uh, so I want to know how he fell in with this guy. I don't know like, that part. Like, wait. So you said we do find. Okay, can we jump ahead now? What's in the letter? Because uh, did a lot he of- tell her that I he was really like that's the thing? Does she know that he was nothing? Did she yes. have this? I okay, she knew that. Yes. So okay. The- he was saying that, wait for me until I make something of myself because I can't make you happy because he's so insecure about being nothing. Got it. Which is not fair to ask of her. And then homeboy comes along and he has lots of money and yeah. he's attractive. But Which poses the question, did, did she love Gatsby or did she love the materialistic aspects of Gatsby? This big fucking mansion, all of the, 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 the status. Well, no, because she fell for him before he had that. Okay. But that's all he, that I think, but, but did she, his, I don't think she knew in his mind. That's all he thought that that's like the American dream, right? That's what you want. That's what you need. And that's mm-hmm. what she, like, I think he had that idea. And even though he says it was for her, yeah, it wasn't, it was really for him. It was for that little boy who came from nothing. Now does Gatsby and I truly think, love Daisy. I think he uses Daisy as an excuse. I think like I'm gonna stick with this. Gatsby has a lot of fucking issues. Yeah, that's okay. A lot of people. I think everyone do. here has issues. A lot of people have issues. This is what I'm thinking. I think he loves the idea of Daisy. <laughs> no, no, me too. It was too short of a stint to really. I don't think well, he knows. That's what, what I want to know. How how long did did they know each other? How much time did they spend with each other? I'm assuming like the summertime. The summertime. Because okay. what he met her when he was in uniform and like yeah, she didn't even like know that he was poor. Yeah, it was like before he went poor. to the war. Yeah. So you're saying he. She didn't know that he was poor. Up until the letter. That's what okay, I think. Okay, so, so she gets the letter, but she got the letter on her wedding day. So did she stop hearing from him? That's the whole thing. She stopped hearing from him. Yeah. And then she got the letter because then she was like, no, and then ripped off yeah. the pearls. Maybe it's because of the war that he couldn't write. I, I don't know if I was like thinking about these things too hard or if it was like things I really needed answered as a mm-hmm. viewer. Well, I think this is why this is like good writing because it's all wrapped up and like very poetic at the end yeah okay i'm sorry the way they slow motion myrtle getting hit by that car and flying through the air yeah (laughs) it is it's all ridiculous she's seeing isla fisher mid-air blood on her boobs is just i I love isla fisher too oh fantastic Her so range, good. I just watched her in Wedding Crashers, mm. and like, what a great comedic actress. And to see her in this, which is like a little more serious, but also still kind of comedic, right? Yeah. And Hot Rod. Oh. I think that uh, she did a great job as Myrtle, right? Yeah. And then like, even the guy that plays uh, Wilson, her husband. I What's his name? Let's give this man credit. He's a... Uh, he does a lot of stuff. We were... Uh, Jason Clark. Jason Clark, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, it's just... This is what I'm thinking. Like, it's so sad because Daisy acts, Daisy runs over Myrtle, who she doesn't even know is... It's honestly, though, I feel like I'm like, that's poetic right there. That's what, Yeah, poetic like, justice. Exactly. Like, she... I mean, it's not. It's not. Because I don't think she obviously wants to kill anybody. Mm-hmm. But she kills 
the guy who's her husband has been or the girl who her husband has been seeing yeah, his in her dude's car who her dude was driving earlier i mean it's just all well that's so. what i'm saying it's like great writing because yeah. these are just a, a, it's an unfortunate series of events right yeah and uh gatsby is blamed for everything because like, he can be and that and that's the whole like that's the fuckery of it all i mean it's like this poor guy was just trying to make something of himself and yeah. he did like he really like good job for you gatsby but mm-hmm. do then, you think Nick should have said something at some point because he was kind of, I mean, like Tom said, you like to watch. And honestly, with all that drama, all he did was watch. I mean, said something to who? I mean, that was the hard thing because like he literally says like now, you know, he's hiding two people's secrets. Mm-hmm. But it's like, is that his to tell? I mean, because it that I don't know. I, well, I think because cl- it's like clearly he th- sees that they're both unhappy, but it's like it's not him to tell because Tom Buchanan is this horrible character. Yeah, you but know? Daisy's his cousin. And he should be very protective of her feelings. And if she is. But I think she she also is clearly has, you know, her own insecurities enough. I mean, if she's willing to. I who are th- you defending? You it? know, I don't, I don't know who I'm defending. I think everyone in this situation is just being very selfish. Yeah, of course. Every single character is selfish. Even Nick Carraway? Nick Carraway's just trying to study to be a writer at Yale, right? Yeah, but then no, but he's selling fucking bonds. I mean, he yeah, he's just trying, he's not making that much money. Yeah. I, I would say that he's like the most. Uh, I don't uh, know. I mean, he's selfish because he could be taking all this as how clearly to write a novel, which he d- is doing. Well, mm. no, he's not trying no, to capitalize I mean, on the moment. I know. Because at the beginning of the movie, he said uh, the psychiatrist is saying, write about it. And and he's, he's like, like I don't, what, yeah. for people to read? And he's like, write about it and burn it. He's like, okay, then maybe. And then he. But, you know, he's probably. Y- y- you go to Yale to be a writer and yeah. you don't want to be a writer. Yeah, fuck off. You went to Yale. I don't think he went. Well, he got distracted that summer. That oh, summer, think... he tried to isolate himself to study, but then, like, Gatsby was like, yo, come to the mansion and no, let's he, party. No, he graduated from Yale. Okay, then what he was what was he doing at, uh, in that little cabin? He was trying to be He was trying to... No, he was trying to study to, to know how to do his fucking accounting job correctly. Oh, bonds? Really? Yeah. I thought... Then why did yeah, he never he's write? Like, he's like, I got all these books on taxes and blah, 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 blah. Oh, he's studying for yeah. that. I thought he was trying to be a writer. Shit. No. Okay. Do you think... I thought it was funny that... Uh, he was the only one that got the invitation. That shows how fucked up people were. They showed up uninvited to Gatsby's parties. Well, because it, but he was he was throwing them, hoping that she would walk in. So my thing is, he has to know that that's her cousin, right? Yeah, I wonder how he found out. I mean, because I mean, it's, it's Gatsby. Gatsby. You're right. You're right. I mean, and I don't know the whole thing about buying a house directly across the lake. Oh, this is why you're saying it's stalkerish. Yeah. Okay, so this is what I wanted to ask. And I'm not advocating to move to uh, next to the love of your life or anything. But, like, what wasn't there, like, a, di- a difference with romance back in the day, right? Yeah. That could come off as extremely creepy now. Well, and I think that's even sometimes romance is still written like that. I mean, you can. Like, I genuinely think you can look at some, like, very, like, romantic things that to another person that's like, no. That's wrong. You. That's creepy. Yeah. 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 Okay, what would have been creepy is if he stood outside the house. Like, is it creepy that he threw all these parties just waiting for her to come? It's weird. I mean, I guess you got to do what you got to do. But eventually, I mean, she never showed up. She showed up because he got lucky that her cousin cousin moved next door. And she knew, he knew that after he saw Jordan Baker, that that was, he saw her before with her. Yeah. I mean, I think it was all a coinky dink. Nick Carraway does him the favor of... I'll invite her to tea, right? Yes. And then Gatsby's like, okay. I'll, and then like what it do says, you need? Like, I'll do something for you. What do you need? Like, yeah, you don't make too much money being a bondsman, say. right? Like, hey, I yeah. got this thing on the side, which is the bootlegging money, uh, the bootlegging gig. And he tries to get him in on that. He's just like, no, it's just a It's a favor. favor. And no one in this world has, has ever, ever done, done that. Because his face, th- that right there was fucking acting. Fantastic acting. He was surprised. You can tell that he was genuine. Like he said, like, a favor like you just wanted like you like someone just wants to do something for me yeah because they want to well look at how gatsby is and he clearly was living a life of i do things for others mm-hmm. i mean and then he gets 
things in return, I guess. Well, like, I everything's a transaction to him because he's yes. a businessman. That's yes. why he's so wealthy. Yeah. And we see how he is in that little speakeasy where the uh, barbershop was, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone he's interacting with wants something from him, right? Yeah. He's just that guy. The commissioner was there and obviously he was stopped or he was uh, speeding through the city and the police just officer was just like. Just little card. Yeah, it says Jay Gatsby. And he's just like, sorry, Gatsby, I'll recognize you next time, right? Now that's privileged if I've ever done seen it. Fuck yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. But then it's nice to see him surprised. We see we see Leonardo DiCaprio. No, that was literally one of my notes. A favor about Daisy, Gatsby reaction. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Great acting. And like, it's great acting throughout Daisy actually coming to Nick Carraway's place for all three of them to meet. Yeah. And the because there's this nice buildup of like, okay. Uh, Gatsby's this Oxford man that is well-mannered, well-spoken, mm-hmm. like just a good-looking guy. That... And then you see his anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> the most adorable fucking thing in the world. He leaves. He dips out. He's like, oh, it's two minutes before uh, Daisy has She's to get there. She's supposed to get there. Yep. And he's like, I can't, I can't wait forever. I gotta go. <laughs> he gets mad. <laughs> he gets upset. He has, when he goes up to the day of, he gets uh, Nick Carraway's uh, yard done oh my god so it's landscaped. landscaped and all the flowers the mm-hmm. house the inside of the house like repainted yeah. everything and it's uh, raining the day of and he has 12 of his men <laughs> standing with umbrellas so that he could stay dry yep only for him to get wet again because he chickens out and is like wet in the rain and see this is like romantic or like weird what are you thinking? Are you bashing this movie? Because it sounds like you no, thought this, not, there's nothing wrong with this movie. I, no, I'm not bashing it. It's just like, there's some things where I'm like, wait, when you like when you just really like think about it for a second, you're like, that's kind of weird, you know? Yeah, and I'm, it's definitely weird. And I'm not, like, I don't mean to bash it. Like, I love it. Like, I think the idea, it's the idea of it. Yeah. Do you think it's, but do you think it was 1920s romantic? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't around but and if they loved each other do you think that that would be weird no and i i mean i think they probably did love each other for that summer and like you know but then what was it five years go by yeah five years and it's now it would be weird with that it's now 1922 i mean she's been with another person for five years sorry four years four years because a year goes by and then she marries him it's so quick but you know you remember the she's talking she has a kid i don't know but then we see her with her kid at the end when she's putting on her coat when they're about to leave yeah i didn't watch that but i remember that that almost slipped my mind. I'm like, okay, then obviously there has well, to be. And it's like, and it, and you could see, like, my thing is, yes, maybe she didn't really love Gatsby, but I'm like, as much as she probably does want to leave her husband, and I hate to say that, but it's like, that's a lot of fucking trouble. She has a kid. Mm-hmm. He's very well off. She clearly likes that lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. She's I enjoying mean, it. She likes the status. The, and like the moment uh, when she's in Gatsby's house, when he's like throwing the shirts and she's laughing and then she's crying and then why is she crying well we don't really know because her line is i'm just crying because these shirts are so beautiful like that's how she breaks crying i don't know if it's the realization of this is what she wants but she knows she can't have it Uh or this is what she could have had this is what she could have i don't know so that's what I, i like interpret it as it's that moment of she's in that moment and she is so happy mm-hmm. or it's and it's happiness because it's an escape she's fucking miserable we yeah. see the cringiness when we that phone is ringing incessantly and she knows her husband cheats on her Ugh. and every time that phone rings i mean you know yeah so yeah it's you're seeing someone who you you loved and it was a time five years ago when you were innocent you were younger and it's it's that imagine the thought of that what would you do in her shoes What's your move? God, I don't freaking know. And Leonardo, it's still Leonardo DiCaprio. We're not just saying like a Gatsby that looks like uh, Ken Jeong. I don't know because like me analyzing it, I'm kind of scared for Gatsby's mental state. How much do you even think? And I don't know if that's, I mean, I'm not saying that's worth putting up with a cheating husband. Mm -hmm. But. But at the time, did she think anything of his mental state? I think. I think the biggest thing is, okay, if Gatsby has been living his life just for her to get her, hopefully that the, the hopefulness of getting her back in his life now that mm-hmm. he has, or now what, I mean, and it's that thing. It's like what the green light symbolizes. Okay. Now you have that. Mm-hmm. Are now you? What? Yeah. Well, I think how much, how long do they have it for? Oh, we have Melissa wanted to say something. 
Swallow your boba before you speak. Sorry, no, I'm not drinking the boba yet. I was eating my food. But what Jules is saying, yeah, now what? Because all this time he was chasing, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So once the chase is over, like, she didn't really see that side of him when he, like, blew up at um, Tom. Yeah. Right? Well, so, and then when she did see it, you could she tell was like, she, was, she was, like, terrifying. freaked yeah, out. She, like, Dude, I love the writing. Ugh. Yeah. So, it's so, so. No. Yeah. That's all. Nick Carraway was saying... With every word, you see Daisy drawing herself back, back more and more. Into herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, like, we don't get to see it. We get to see the brief stint of happiness that they have that summer when she is secretly going to his place and they're, you know, they're doing it, which is super weird. Okay. The fact that Jay Gatsby's like, come on, I want to show you my house. You come too, Nick. And like, Nick is just like watching nick likes to watch he man likes to watch i mean he's they slipped that line in there and it's creepy he is i mean he is just watching this mm-hmm. you're right you said it he's watching this whole time damn how come how come get how come they just didn't invite jordan it seemed like jordan and he's nick watching and then he's and then he's talking about it he's obsessing he's literally obsessing about it mm-hmm. why are you why is he well a, maybe because he's so <laughs> i don't no. Well, think about it. Yes, because Gatsby died. Man, he did love Gatsby because he's saying the only man in this world is Gatsby. Dude, I think it's hypothetical. It's 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 a potential that Nick is gay for Gatsby. This is. It could have been a. It could have been a great love story if only Gatsby had realized that Daisy Buchanan really didn't love him and Nick Carraway, Daisy Buchanan's cousin. So he could have he could have kept it in the family. <laughs> then we would have had this great piece of literature. I mean, the the story would be wildly different. F. Scott Fitzgerald. Through all the problems that uh, he had. You know, it would have been a different story to tell in a time where those stories should have been told. Well, there's a lot of words. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but I think I said it confidently enough. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Well, which is when this movie, I mean, the book came out at a different time. Uh, you know, we're analyzing this as uh, <laughs> two youngins. years later. Two, almost, pretty much. No, exactly. Well, when did the book come out? Oh. The book didn't come out I'm, in 1922. Well, I'm, ta- I'm sorry. I'm talking about the, I know. The setting of what we're talking yes, about. Yes, in terms of the setting, we're, we're analyzing this as two youngins in 2022. The great release dates. It wouldn't even, was it, is that still called a release date when books are released? I don't know. I just, I just yeah. know that you're the slowest Googler I've ever. It's a 1925 novel. Whoa, 1925. So I guess pretty much 100 years ago. Hold on. Let's double check. Where are you getting that source? I mean, that's like literally what it said. Yeah. Yeah. Then let's stick with 1925. Okay. So this was of its time. Yeah. So it was. I mean, cool. Yeah. So. I feel like I should read this book. How long is it? I can't remember. I read it in uh, college. It's not terribly long. Yeah. Because Chris was like, didn't you have to read it in high school? And I was like, no, I don't think we did. Oh, so you skipped that. Okay. Did you have to read it in high school? I think I read it in high school and then I read it again in college. In community college. I don't remember reading it in high school. It's pretty good. There's like very great quotes. Like there's one quote at the very end that is extremely applicable to like everyday life, in my opinion. It is, so we beat on boats against the, the current, mm-hmm. born back ceaselessly into the past. And they say it's like a reference to the futility of our attempts to escape the past. Even as we look to the future, dreaming of how tomorrow we will run faster, stretch out our arms farther shit mm-hmm. like that and so you know that makes sense. that means in this movie everyone's past is affecting them greatly yeah. jay well Gatsby no but and that's that's that quote comes right after he literally says the green light mm-hmm. so it's the past daisy is the past yeah well that's why he's living on not even daisy right now but his image of daisy five years ago i mean and that's the thing that's a different person everyone's different people than yeah. they were i mean especially when they have their own life with a husband and a child mm-hmm. one of oh, one of the lines that i loved from it is when she what she says when she gave birth one tom wasn't around and she asked oh, the nurse yeah. is it a boy or a girl and she said it's a girl and i wept um and she says because like a girl is a fool and but the best a best mm. thing in a wait the best thing a girl, a girl can be. be in this world is a fool a beautiful little fool yeah and that's just so like Jesus fucking Christ. What, is, what do you think that means? I mean, she's like a girl. Can You need to be, she's saying to be foolish. Okay. I, I That's what I'm saying. To be like ignorant. To... You, you have to be ignorant because she's saying it's fucked up to be a, a girl in this world. She is f- so sad yeah. that she, pretty much she's 
she has a girl, so there's nothing she can do. So I hope she's a fool. Yeah, dude. Like this, like this book. Because is I mean, about think sexism. about it. That's right off the bat in like the very beginning, and we see she is in a relationship with someone who cheats on her. I mean, mm-hmm. she's a woman. Yeah. In the 1920s. Yeah. Who were looked at just as you know, especially then in the 1920s, like sex symbols. Yeah. More because the shorts were getting shorter. Other than that, Skirts. her life is her being a girl. And being with a shitty husband is are the worst things that are going on for her because she she still she has the option of she's two mansions. <laughs> she's not working. She's like, what mansion do I want to live in? Do I want to live in the one over much. here? Well, I mean, like it's cool. Why? Yeah. That's why I like Jordan Baker because Jordan Baker's an independent woman who doesn't have to listen to the man that's trying to she like is, just nagging she, her she at is, the she's party. She's a different sign of the times. She's I just mean, like she's, she's like yeah, a famous golfer that people recognize in public. Mm-hmm. She's six foot three, damn girl. Mm-hmm. Wow, good for you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This, I, I want to talk about the party scenes because I think that's like a big deal. Like in the party scenes made me just so incredibly jealous to not be in this movie. Even though mm. I know it wasn't actually like all like that, like a lot of it was green screen. Yeah. But still, like it must the have been energy so fun to shoot. and the music and the costumes, like everything about it. Yeah. The the organ player that is a Beethoven's a descendant. descendant. Yeah, who yeah. Li- I think he lives there because he uh, makes it when he's they start hearing it and he's like, oh, blah blah blah's awake. Well, yeah, he's like Gatsby's like wake him up so oh, that yeah. so that Daisy could hear the organ play. I mean, why not? I'm sure he has lots of rooms. Why not let yeah. weird artist? I mean, sounds fun. Yeah, it does. Sounds fun. I'm appreciative of Nick because even when he arrived to the party, he's showing everyone like. Yeah, did you get an invitation? I think I'm the only one that got this uh, paper invitation. I think Nick is a very good guy. Yeah. Who has a lot of things he hasn't dealt with. I, this is all new to him. Even at the end, he's like the only person cleaning up. Everyone else is being fucking assholes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like, the I perfect think, party guest. I think he represents a lot of the good. Like, his character is supposed to show us, like, okay, like the good in people. Well, I think his character is also showing the good transitioning into what the rest of society is. Yes. Do you remember when he's in the apartment that Tom Buchanan uh, has for he and him and Myrtle? And Myrtle. Mm-hmm. He's saying I'm within and I'm without. Yes. So he sees yes, himself yes, outside. Yes, yes, he's yes, the yes. person looking into the apartments that is so foreign to it, but he's saying he's within because now he's in that life. And now he's saying that he's uh, seeing things in New York that he doesn't like and yep. that he likes. And it's yeah. so different. And, um, uh, what do you call it? It's so different and diverse. And he says, I am both enchanted and uh, disgusted. Disgusted, yeah. Which is like... No, the, I mean, the writing, the movie, yeah, everything. I'm mad at whoever rated this so bad on Rotten Tomatoes. That's a lot of critics because it's a 48%. I mean, fuck, sorry, but fuck y'all. I you mean, want to read some of the reviews? Yeah, IMDb reviews. Yeah, and we could talk trash about them. While you're looking for that, I want to ask Melissa more about like her thoughts on this movie. Because the first time you watched it, was it with me? Um, user yeah. reviews is that? Wait, let me sit back on that. Not user. Let's go with like a uh, critic reviews because it's the critics that like really destroyed this movie. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I'm full. <laughs> so what did you think about the movie? I didn't ask you to tell me about your your current <laughs> hunger status. It's a movie podcast. Um, I'm full. The movie goes great. Uh, I did like all the costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, the scenes were great. Um, Is there anything you think you could have done better? In terms of what? I don't know. Just in general Fucking as a movie. The plot. Shit. Fuck Tom. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. No. I agree. But like you guys are talking about, like this was a different time. So <clears throat> I feel like women weren't empowered enough to leave. If it's, yeah. You know? Yeah. Because oh. So if she had tried to run away, what do you think the consequences would have been? I mean, because he's fucking rich and he has connects. And, Dude. You know, oh, yeah. Well, he was able to like dig into Gatsby's past. Yeah. His, yeah, so his history. His so, yeah, he has power being, being a woman who... Pretty much has nothing. Yeah. Married to a man who has so much power. Like, that's that's scary. So, yeah. of course, like, 
I don't want to say I like don't blame her for wanting or for like resorting to staying with him. Mm-hmm. But also like sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Right. But or even if that is also means for her kid, too. I mean, yeah. you got to think she wasn't because just thinking about herself. It. That's OK. There's something I think the movie lacks a little bit. We don't really. But is it about her kid, though? It's not. No, but I think we should know that it's more of a factor in her decision making because right now the way she acts is like this is for me me, but me, me here's me. the thing this was also written by a man Ooh, i hate to say that in 1920s the yeah. 1920s yeah so he wasn't necessarily i don't think i mean i can't speak for him but i don't think he was really thinking about let me really get this this character's point across of why she's making these decisions yeah maybe if it was a, a you woman know, that wrote it or another book another, okay yeah a sequel um okay um movies in focus i don't know who reviewed that oh this is a recent review 2021 read the bad ones i want to this is a bad one critics one out of five baz lerman's the great gatsby is a failure it's a poor adaptation of f scott fitzgerald's powerful text and it's a tragic that such a great novel has been bastardized become a flashy cgi blockbuster I could I could see why people who are like in love with the literature would not like this movie. That's the same with anything. Harry Potter, Harry Potter movies. Bitch Lord of the Media Rings. top critic. Oh, full review. Bitch Media. That's what her title is. Oh shit. Oh, okay. Oh. Is that maybe her job is to only bash? She probably doesn't have any good reviews. Let though. me not read the full fucking article because I don't give that yeah. much. Um, the film does nothing to beat against the current. Oh. Oh, so it's wow. commenting. Oh, this, bird, that this critic is just like, oh. I'm going to twist this quote around. There's no lesson that all this 1920s extravagance is problematic. The message is to party like a rock star and dress like a robber baron. Just don't waste all your money chasing a woman who waffles. Okay, that was such a review. That was like such an on the surface review. Yeah, yeah. Because we actually analyze this film. Mm-hmm, we're trying to. <laughs> Um, the film, which is still vastly superior to the 1974 Robert version, is emotionally adrift yet visually arresting. For all the gimmicks, flamboyant celebrations, and intrusive modern flourishes, the film is loud and boisterous, but ultimately empty. Gazing at the spectacle, you can't help but think it will eventually all add up to something, but it never does. No, it does. Okay, stop right there. I'm going to get a little upset. Because, yes, I mean, a, a big portion of this being a, a good movie is because the book was good but i still think that well because i the think the presentation was solid i think the presentation was solid and i think yeah like people who are like oh they made it too glitz and glam and you know like yeah. are pissed off about the time spent on making those scenes and making this film like look like the fun time that we like because you like i said i haven't read the book mm-hmm. but watching this movie i'm like i want to be there yeah. And I feel yeah. like that's an important part of filmmaking is, is to want wanting to, to be, be there. there. But still, we still get the literature. We still understand what is being said, what is being portrayed. Because there is, like I said, there's the scenes of partying, but all of a sudden we're in like a very intense scene. And it's like, okay, cool. What I think this movie is trying to make us do is fall in love with the glitz and glamour. Well, because I think also that's a big understand- part of the story. Yeah. But also understand how fucked up the world still was. Yes. There's a reason why these people party. There's and a reason why these people drink. years later. <laughs> still, still the same. People drink, people still fucked up. People still drinking to forget. Hey, you look very handsome in your bow tie and Adidas Thank pants. Thank you. Thank you very much. Way to just call out. You look very handsome in your, uh, what the fuck do you call that? I don't know. Actually, fun fact, I found this in a fucking thrift store in Paris, France. Whoa, okay. And I wore this when I saw the Moulin Rouge on Broadway. And Baz Luhrmann was there. Did you say Ah! hi? No, but I cried. He was in the same. It was, um, I realized this after, before the start of Act Two. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, the choreographer of the show was sitting right in front of me. Wow. Okay. It was overwhelming. Hey, you. She she complimented my shirt when I was walking up the aisle after the show. You should have plied. I should have plied. Hey, Sonia Taye, look at me. Mm-hmm. Plie. Mm-hmm. Um, I look across the aisle and I see Baz Luhrmann standing up. He was in the center section. I was on the left side. Mm-hmm. Same row. Wow. And I see him and I look at my mom was actually right. And I was like, Mom, it's Baz Luhrmann. And I just start crying. 
the lady next to me who had been seeing me cry throughout this entire like from I sat down and I was crying. Yeah. She goes, "Are you okay?" <laughs> and I go, "Baz Luhrmann." And she goes, "Who?" And I was like, <laughs> "You don't even know. You don't even know." I was like the director of the movie Moulin Rouge. Oh yeah, where? And I was like, he's right there. I was crying, uh-huh. mad at this woman for not knowing who he was. Like, don't dare disrespect. Well, I mean, this is your favorite director favorite of all time. Favorite Literally. <sighs> Should have auditioned right there. Should I need have to stood work up. with him. I need Should to. Should have stood up and done everything you could. You know he's making an Elvis movie? I love that already. Mm-hmm. I love that. You, you should follow him on Instagram. He's, Elvis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> like, what? Okay. Elvis. Um, let, so before we sign off, I want to talk about our favorite scenes. Because my favorite scene easily I've talked about already was when he turns around. When Leonardo, when Leonardo Di- DiCaprio. I was clapping when oh. I was watching it. I was literally, it happened and I was like. Oh, with Melissa, I think I was holding your hand. I squeezed it. I was just like, oh, shit, look, look, he's turning around. I just felt like there were so many times you were just, like, screaming and, like, oh, oh my God. God. This guy's so handsome. Uh, Leo at his peak. Foyne at his um, prime. I think How does he get his hair like that? One of my yeah. favorite scenes is when they're driving into the city and they go across the um, Queensboro Bridge, uh-huh. I believe. And it's that slow motion, and they drive past the yes. other car. Yeah, and I I love it because it is three black people, mm-hmm. and their driver is a white guy. And I think that's the beauty of it. No, that's what it is. And just like I mean, and just that moment because it's in slow motion, and they they everyone like they are dressed head to toe. Yeah. They're in this amazing car, like that moment, and just like cinematically, I'm like, oh. It's I'm like it's it looks great and like what it's saying yeah. too. I'm just like yes. What this movie is, I mean, I more of that, but it's showing these rich white people problems, and you see this movie does not focus at all on black people and their problems, saying that like shit. Like, well, no, but it's I mean it's it's saying obviously I mean they're literally said of Tom Buchanan saying, "Oh, that the whites are the superior." Oh, race. that part, yeah, for sure. For I sure. mean, it's literally like. But I think what we're seeing right here is like no. y'all tripping about like you guys got money to live ten thousand years. Yeah. And then like look at look at the the black people in this car. They got it going. They're good. I mean, well, and that's the thing. It's just like I'm like you want more of that, but I think that was like that moment just for me, and even just like how it looks. And that was in one of the um, videos that I was watching where it showed scenes, mm-hmm. how they look in the movie and how they were filmed. And it was, they were both in those cars side by side, not moving, but, and the reflection on the car, like they actually had it, like the bridge, like that was what we were seeing, like the light. So it's like just that and her getting hit by the car. That's, it's not one of your favorite scenes. It's not one of my favorite scenes, but just that image of the way they just show her like flying. I think you hear her scream too. Yeah. (laughs) Like just her running and that poor, and poor Myrtle. Yeah, she is not in a good place. Her husband kind of seems like a yeah. I don't blame ball. her for like you know trying to chase this better life with Tom. Well, she doesn't have any personal relationship with. She's Dave. literally she the side hoe. Yeah, and she's she loves Tom. Unfortunately, obviously. unfortunately, and then fucking Wilson is like a piece of shit alcoholic that owns yeah. this gas station, right? He's just like, oh, that's the one who killed my wife. Oh, I'm okay. gonna shoot the guy that you told me. <sighs> you poor guy, but it, it literally it everyone it just shows you the different classes and different just like yeah every character i think is a good representation Mm -hmm. but i mean there should have been i mean more but that's not the story it's f scott fitzgerald's story like this was written in 1925 yep which is why it's only focusing on uh leading male characters that are rich and white you know watching this movie it made me really want to drink champagne Uh uh-huh and smoke a cigarette. Oh, I, this made me want a cigar, like a big cigar. I think just well because like her, like even like the girls, like I mean that's just I guess that's why they don't like showing commercials. Oh, of for people sure, smoking. That's why it shows up glamorous. That's why it shows up like PG thirteen, you know, yeah. like uh, action and violence, smoking yeah. and substance use. But even like that that car scene, there's literally like buckets full of like champagne, and I'm like, wow, nice. I want some champagne now. You know this book was banned in some like Catholic schools because it has like uh, some sexual language in it. 
It doesn't surprise me. Because it's so romantically written. So this one is talking about like Jordan Baker's masculine shoulders. It was like too much for these, <laughs> uh, <laughs> for these Catholic school students. I should ask my mom if she if it was in her school because she went to a Catholic school. You should ask if it was school. banned, yeah. Okay, I will. Um, we'll find out. Favorite scene, Melissa? Mm, I would also say like when Leo first, when they first showed him, because you don't, you know, who the fuck is he? Yeah. And yeah. he's like nowhere to be found. He's just like this mysterious guy. And probably when he, um, when they had tea for the first time at uh, Nick's house. That's a good one. Yeah. Because you see how nervous Gatsby There was like is. so much tension. And I'm, well, like, she comes in. She's like, uh, oh my gosh, are you in love with me? And she's looking at all the orchids and like, she's like, she oh. is in love with me. Yeah, he is in love, <laughs> he with, is me. In love yeah. with me. And then he's like, where the fuck did Gatsby go? And <laughs> Gatsby finally comes in. Um, just drenched and the moment that they see each other there is just so much tension and so many questions and you're like oh my god oh my god and they're being super awkward uh, yeah he yeah. like it's so funny how he knocks over nick's clock and tries to fix it and it's because it's that juxtaposition is the is the contrast of this gentleman this oxford man being a klutz there's something so like uh endearing about that mm-hmm. and then on the other side of the spectrum another the other favorite scene of mine is when he loses his temper yeah because he just loses his composition yeah. I think overall. Knowing now too that that scene was shot with that like he set it up that it felt very intimate and they were actually in the moment. Mm-hmm. I think that is probably one of my favorite scenes too. Ugh. I mean just cuz act like acting wise the way everyone delivered that scene like it's so good. Phenomenal. And then but also knowing how it was filmed I'm like oh that just makes it yeah, even, yeah. even better. Um let's rate the film uh out of 5. What do you guys think? Out of 5? I'd give it a 4. 4. Okay, Melissa? Solid four for me as well. Yeah. What could have made a five? You know, I don't necessarily think it could have been a five. Because of what the story prevents itself yeah. from being a five? Yeah, I mean, like, I think it's really well done. Um, uh, yeah, I just think the thing that's keeping it from a five is, like, I just have my Jay Gatsby. You're, mm-hmm. you're kind of weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. You come, I get it, you come from nothing and you made yourself out of something, but you're a little weird. Mm-hmm everyone's um, weird come on daisy's like no, i know i know but a tragedy love yeah. best person on set best person on set i'm gonna have to go with Catherine martin baz Luhrmann's wife mm, that, i think that's a big deal so set and costume design right set costume design i mean and she's like a producer ish too this, this movie mean, just looked phenomenal so visually stunning because and like I, i've heard interviews of people saying like he like everything he does he asks Catherine. like it's a very like that's great all of his creative processes he talks to her about it so it's a very like team mm-hmm. effort that i like and that she fucking kills it yeah costuming yeah. when i'm being Kind of like I'm talking about all films that I know she's done. Well, yeah, no, that's a big reason. Like, yeah, she, that makes her a great person. Th- this movie, I think the costuming is a big part of it. Yeah. Big. I mean, it has to be because that's a part of the era. Honestly, can we start dressing like that again? Would that be weird? Would you? I mean, I just need the money. I just need the money and I would buy a three piece pink suit. Oh my gosh, the suit that Leonardo DiCaprio wears at the plaza, the that, that yeah. uh, scene, the pink suit is just the best he's ever looked. He has a cane too. Mm-hmm. And he's just all his suits are all everything. Leo. Even Nick Carraway being this guy that's a bondsman and like not making that much money, his suits were also great. Yeah. And their hair was fantastic. I want to know what kind of pomade they were using back in nineteen twenty two. Probably um, nothing really good for you. Nothing great. No, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Um we could maybe find out. Yeah. I mean just type in nineteen twenties pomade. What was ingredients? That's just like when find. you can like Google like what was the like uh, number one song on your like the day you were born. Oh yeah, there's mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah, Dude, how much was gas? Um, best person on set, lady. My boy Leo. Okay, Leo. He is so good. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's so Very good. good. Um, what about you? Agreed. Obviously, I mean, it. I, I love Leonardo DiCaprio, and I want to give it to him, but like it's too obvious. So, and she already chose him, but <laughs> I'm gonna I'm give biased. it to. Joel Egerton. Oh, okay. Who's I that? think a per, uh, he's Tom jo- Buchanan. Oh, he was my Tom second Buchanan. one. Because like that's his uh, he... just fantastic acting. I mean, and he's so American. I would never know that he's not. <laughs> right. <laughs> so good. What? <laughs> when like when uh 
Where is he from? The UK? Uh, I think he's from Australia. Australia. He's an Aussie, like Baz. Oh, wow. So, yeah, if you could act like that and really trick me into thinking you're a, a, a very American masculine yeah. man from the 1920s no, New York. No, and he plays that. Like, so good. Um, did you know that Leo and Tobey Maguire are like childhood friends? Yep. Hey, Have you seen like old pictures that. of them? Yeah. I just told her that. That's just, so like, cute. So cute. That's so cool. Yeah. So cool. It's great. Um. Yeah. Okay. That was that was a lot. That, that was, was a lot. lot. We obviously really like this movie. It's I a great think book. We, I think we done we done did good. We done did good with like an actual an actual review. Uh, yeah. Not that we don't ever actually do actual reviews, <laughs> but like we really dove deep yeah. into this. Yeah. Um, now I got to go read the book. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, guys, thanks for joining us here in uh, the studio. Uh, baddies, baddies, once again, we love you. Uh, Happy New Year. Thank you for Happy allowing New us to take Year. a quick break. I told you we were going to hit the ground running when we came back. We got a lot of cool stuff planned for you this year. Ooh. Um, so please stay tuned. Tell your friends uh, this podcast is my, not only mine, but like Alejandro's uh, passion uh, near and dear. After taking a break for just a week, I realized how much I missed it and how much this really does for me as a creator. And even though the break was much needed to see my loved ones and spend time with them, it made me really see what kind of void it does leave in my heart Aww. if I don't do it. Um, so keep supporting. So keep supporting. Like, really, no, comment um, wherever you can you, on Instagram. Like, help me like, with those algorithms. Do YouTube videos, um, does it help when people like them? Because I try to like them. Yes, yes. Like like as much as you can. Like, okay. if you like, even if you don't listen on YouTube, like, YouTube is something I'm really trying to push because I put a lot of effort into the video aspect of this. So do what you can because, like, we've been doing this for a while and, like, slowly but surely we are growing in the numbers are nice and it really does mean that uh, i'm laughing at you because you're scratching <laughs> i'm itchy you're ashy <laughs> as you're talking I'm scratching. about making people watch the video and you're okay, just like you know just subscribe <laughs> on youtube and then like um comment and then i love you forever oh God, i love you um i like it and to end the episode i want to try to uh quote from memory the last Words from this movie and the book. Uh, the uh, uh, the boat the boats would as if so we beat on so against beat the on. current. Your past will forever tether you behind <laughs> ceaselessly ceaselessly um, bringing you back behind you. <laughs> Happy New Year, buddies! Happy New Year! Hey. You guys remember that party I threw here? Oh, yeah. The Great Gatsby party hung with like 100 people?